0: have it going welcome to another episode of it's not canon boom 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 i am the one the only big chase bank and show absolute service it's a pleasure speaking with and to you all on today happy friday to each and everybody that is listening on today i don't know whether you're listening to this but it's friday here and we are excited we have the friday vibes and we are going to let them flow. but as always i am one one of two But the other that makes up this amazing podcast, I would love to introduce. I've known him for quite some time now, and I have to let you know if he's lying, he's lying. If you you catch him in the kitchen, he is frying. If you tell a good joke in the living room, you'll be dying. And if you cross in the wrong way, you'll be crying. What's up, Brian?
1: It's seriously getting longer every week, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yes, it is. And I got more. So I just haven't uh, put it all together yet because I haven't remembered it or memorized it. But I got it right here. (laughs) I got a few lines that I still got to add some more to. But uh, we're gonna flirt with that but it's gonna keep going
1: hilarious dude what up my dude what's going on man hey man you know
0: same old same old another day another dollar you know uh taking t- taking each day and living intentionally is the best way I could put it you know
1: hey I get it I get it my man exactly um, but yeah uh today's a fun day isn't it we're we're talking about one of the the same topics that we, we keep on hitting because we keep on telling everyone we are so hey, wanna, run us through. Yes,
0: we will be doing another mental health episode, and, and we're going to call it, as you know, um, this, this is our episode number three, so me, myself, and my mind, part three, and just like last time, but not exactly like last time, we have a very special guest. Hey! <laughs> hey, it's Chris that doesn't miss. It is for anybody oh, that's run, that, that is uh, wondering. It is uh, Ryan's brother-in-law. So we 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 have actually, you know what? We've been doing um, a continuous monologue of brothers being on our episode. So, you know, this is a great one. Another fantastic and emphatically um, impactful individual that we have on our podcast on today. So, Chris, very warm welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. You thank you for having me. you on day to join us. So thank you. Very appreciative of your time, sir.
2: Absolutely. Thank you again.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Well, Chris, welcome to the show. Um, Don't embarrass me. Uh, I'll try not to make fun of you too hard, all right?
2: Hey, listen, listen. (laughs) We're all family, okay?
1: My heart's already
2: beating. I'm so nervous.
1: Uh, You'll be fine. Hands uh, up chase me. Maybe not so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sir. While we kind of go over... You've been preaching about how you wanted to be doing this topic, and we 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 suddenly kind of picked Chris to kind of touch upon this with us today. Um, and I'm going to turn it over to you for uh, Chase, to uh, kind of walk us through where your mindset is today on this.
0: Yeah. So, again, uh, what we want to start with is just a high level, um, overall look at yourself of where you are on today. And actually, I just came up with this, but where you are today versus last week versus last year versus where you think you'll be next year. So a nice astral projection of your overall self-thought and overall uh, improvement of where you want to be. And also, I have what we call the Johori window, which is a psychology overall metric of self-reflection. And um, I feel like we start every mental health episode with just a simple question that can be as detailed or it could be as short as you want it to be. Go before ahead,
1: you Before you get to that point, I just I, there's two things I want to call out on this episode, why this is such an impactful piece. One thing I want to have you kind of before before we do these episodes, we kind of go over what we're going to talk about. But Chase brought up a point that I don't think we've ever addressed before why we do these episodes. I want to have um, before you get into your question, I want to make sure you make that point of why. Why we find this the very important important uh, series that we do. Also, um, in this episode today, there is an age gap between roughly all three of us here. So this is going to be a great topic for three different millennial-esque generations here. We have me as the oldest, Chase in between, and Chris being down there at 25, he has a different look at all this right now versus what my aspects of looking at this as... And Chase is uh, newly, newly formed looking at this as well with some of the things that are going on in his life. So this is – you're going to get the, the best potential look at how all this is uh, affecting at different levels. But Chase, the, 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 you know the point I'm bringing up of why, why, this ser- these, why we keep on pushing for these series that we do. So why don't you tell the, the people that listen why we buy, uh, view this as a, such an important series?
0: We view it as such an important series initially is because and this is completely unbiased to anybody in their own personal thoughts, but me and Ryan always have these conversations of feeling like or talking as men, we truly feel as if like some of from our perspective of how we not, can be uh, initially associated with how we were raised and what we saw within our times that as men. We were literally we could be thrown so much B.S. on a day to day basis, and we're just told to take a coke and a smile and deal with it and not really being able to or having the space to process our emotions. And we feel it's like as a millennials, we we see the good and the bad of seeing or being raised by um, baby boomers who might have been our parents or uh, grandparents in some occasions. Of Some of the things that they dealt with or working a job nine to five that they absolutely hated, but they did so to continue to put food on our table or take care of us versus um, in our generation. Now we see it as, you know, we don't have to deal with certain things or we can process or we can be able to interject how we actually feel. So like Ryan mentioned, Ryan's a little bit older than we are. I'm kind of like the middle ground and we have Chris. Are you still considered a millennial?
2: Um, I'm on the cusp, I think, because there's two metrics. One says it ends at 97 and I'm born 98. And one metric says uh, it ends at like 2000. So I'm like on the cusp of a millennial and Gen Z, I guess. Uh It's kind of weird. I always say I'm technically the end of millennials.
0: You know, I, I would claim the millennials too. I feel like you know the whole '90s era was just
2: super. Yeah. Again,
1: millennials fall to that 2000 mark. Like you, I would I would assume that the second graph there is probably more accurate.
2: See, because I agree, because also I was raised by older siblings. You know, well, my sister is Gabby's hu- oh, Ryan's husband. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm nervous, but I watched all the same shows they did. So I was already had that, like, 90s mindset. So even though I was born within the last two years of the 90s, I still know the same shows they do. and kind of grew up the same way they did.
0: Well, in that case, dude, we graciously accept you because, it, you know, I just, I must say, from initial conversation, I know we technically only, like, really talked or interacted one time, but I just love your outlook on life. Like, truly, it's, it's positive. It really is. And, like, what you... Put your mind to and what you give your energy to, you do it with a whole nother, um level of thought. It's not just something you just throw out there. It's like, hey, I'm really passionate about this. So mm-hmm. much respect. Welcome to the nineties club, officially, sir. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. <for> you. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm honorary nineties kid. Then
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: make that my job title.
0: <laughs> hey, absolutely. Um, so okay, certain with the mental health stuff initially. So as we start every conversation and overall uh episode, sir, how do you feel on today?
2: Be your right.
1: You, Chris, guess first.
2: Oh. Huh? <laughs> I mean for the most like in what sense, like just in pure life or however
0: you want to phrase it, man. How do you feel? It could be life, it could be work, personal, overall, man. Just this your space.
2: I mean, for me, I think I'm at a pre- pretty good point in life. Uh finally am on my own, living in my own apartment. I have a decent paying job and I have a clear outlook of what I want for the future. It's just obtaining that future. Uh I've definitely had struggles in my life. Ryan knows my life history and probably go into that later. But I can't say that I have too much to complain about just because it's my life. I've always enjoyed it for the most part. I get to wake up, see the sun when it's not disgusting outside because it looks like it's about to rain (laughs) looking out my window.
1: You're 15 minutes away from me. It's blue skies over here. (laughs)
2: okay okay this might be a bad time to say i'm also colorblind
1: <laughs> dude
2: for me it really looks great i don't know why but yeah I, I definitely have a lot of stuff in my life that i'm happy about I'm a certified scuba diver and i because of that it gives me like a whole different perspective i have a picture on my desktop that's literally just me looking up to the world from 60 feet under the water and it's literally just like rays of sun and whenever i'm feeling bad i will actually just go back and look at that one picture and realize that's probably one of the happiest moments of my life because everything just seems so peaceful
0: that, that 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 was actually beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everyone joining. <laughs> okay, so dude, I feel like I have some questions about this whole scuba diving thing because you know, you, me and Ryan's thoughts about the ocean are almost aligned here. But yeah. b- before, I, I'm gonna circle back to that. Ryan, man, how you feeling though, bro? I mean, today is a is a
1: it's a hot day where where I am located. I'm sure it's hot where most people are at this point. Um, but beyond that, man, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling good vibes today. Ready? I'm feeling good vibes. There's been some, some positive moves, uh, with this that we're doing, we're doing some positive moves on other things together. Um, we're doing some positive moves some se- on some separate things as well. So, uh, positivity around my kids in good health. Uh, my wife's in good health. Um, I wish I'm almost in good health with, uh, still covering from uh, COVID, uh, but, uh, I mean, it's also a little sombering today for for fans that are not uh, aware that I am a a huge wrestling fan. And um, we found out yesterday there's a pro wrestler that um, passed away. He is actually my age, so it's kind of hitting a little differently today. Um, Also... I've had the pleasure of seeing him live a few times, and seeing his character as a person outside of the ring is uh, a prominent piece of why it hits a little differently. Um, and that was uh, Bray Wyatt, and our condolences go to him and his family, um, uh, the wrestling community. As fans, it's uh, it's a little somber today. Um, I think we all can feel that way. I mean, I've been on Reddit continuously watching all these these lovely posts about the man and seeing images of him with fans and everything. Um, and it's just a little different today. But on, on, a, on a personal note, away from the somberness, it's a, it's a positive vibe day for me.
0: Very nice, brother.
1: Yeah. How about you, sir?
0: I'm um, doing well. Uh, just taking life from day to day, taking these strides and... As I mentioned before being intentional about it so not trying to sweat the 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 minor things or the minor BS that could try to hamper your day on a daily basis but more or less letting that energy light a fire to what it is overall you're trying to build so to say you mm-hmm. know so like if you want to burn down a whole building or build another one burn it down so that's where I'm at right now. Go ahead, add fuel to the fire. You know, um, man, that's, that's that's really where I'm at, man. I'm I'm in a I'm in a point in life where I feel like I really have direction now, hmm. right? So I feel like before in so many past times, I feel like I was waddling around in like some just just fog before, but I really feel like I, I it's still fog, but. <laughs> but for the most part, I feel like it's enough that it's opened up to show. Okay, I finally go this way, and it makes sense that I'm not being forced to go a certain way. That is honestly a choice that I could do it, and I'm choosing to do something that I'm actually passionate about.
1: Yeah, you know, I know, I know we have a topic for today, but th- this is something I, I said to you yesterday, and Chris, this is a good, a good, good hear um, from something I, I witnessed yesterday. Um, there's another professional wrestler that had to answer some questions because there was a lot of what ifs about his career. Um, and he posted on Twitter yesterday uh, a statement, and he, I took one thing out of it yesterday, and it's it's been resonating with me ever since, is at his age, all he wants to do is what makes him happy and raise his children. And if it's not wrestling, um, maybe it's acting, maybe it's just sitting in his rocking chair, he said – um it's whatever makes them happy and um chase you having purpose seems to be a, a soul of happiness right like a little patch heading towards happiness and we all deserve that type of aspect to it um but before we uh get any too into deep with i i'm sure it's going to come back around in the conversation of this lovely window we're going to be talking about today um i'll let you take it back over
0: yeah absolutely Dude, there's so many places I want to go with this conversation now because I I feel like Chris opened up some things that I kind of want (laughs) to hit on, but we will certainly start with this window. All right. So I will just go ahead. uh, We're going to put this on
1: YouTube, right? Yeah, most likely.
0: All right. So I want to. I'm glad I dressed
2: up then.
1: Uh, Dude, I'm wearing my X Men shirt. You're all good, brother. (laughs) All right.
0: So I'm going to share my screen so you could specifically see the Johori window. Can you see it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. So, all that are watching on YouTube, you can see the Johari window. For those who are listening via podcast, you are please feel free to, to go ahead and Google this. It's the Johari window. Johari is spelled, and I could be completely mispronouncing. Uh, the pronunciation could be wrong on my behalf, so I apologize for anybody who is a psychologist. Please educate your boy. But J O H A R I and window, as in A window you might throw somebody out of they get on your nerves what we are looking at is literally a square that has uh, that is two by two so it's a total of four squares and one big square the very first square or the top left one is what is called the window or what is known to self and what is known by others so we could start here on today for overall self-reflection for stating What is it that we know about ourselves, that we're comfortable with ourselves, that we like about ourselves, that is also known to others, or things that we could potentially not be so fond about ourselves that we know others know as well. Then we'll transition to what is not known to ourselves or the very next uh, square that's next to it versus what is known to others. Then the bottom left square is what we know about ourselves That is not known to others or things that we hide about ourselves that we don't want others to know. And then the very bottom right window is what is unknown to ourselves and what is unknown to others. So really big on self-reflection. And I will go ahead and give you gentlemen your screen back. But that is the premise of what we are going to cover on today so we can start with that very first square of Chris, you know, when you look at your own mental health, what is it that you project to others that others also know about you?
2: Usually it's that I'm decently positive. I know a lot of people they come to me for advice. Apparently I'm decent at relationship advice, even though I haven't been in the game in like three years. Uh. But it's usually, I, and I know this about myself, I have a different way of thinking than most people my age. A lot of people don't weigh pros and cons, and that's one of my biggest things. I live mostly by efficiency. I try to make things easier for myself, and I think a lot of people know that, and that's why they come to me for advice, because for some strange reason, my weird plans end up working. (laughs) <laughs> listen i've run a bar for about four years uh really? i one year here three years up in new jersey
0: oh oh you're the bartender too yeah and you run the
2: bar hmm? damn dude i'm sorry okay continue Go right <laughs> back, <right> back. <laughs> you gotta, when you visit get to come for a drink Wait, sit, hold on you're you're how old i'm 24 it's also oh.
1: it's, it's not like he owns a building that's a bar
2: no, 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 I'm.
0: I just managed
1: it. Yeah, yeah. He's just the manager of the bar, dude. I, that's uh, bro. Good. Do the damn thing.
0: Go ahead, brother. Yeah, all
1: right, all right. I just want to make sure we're clear in that that it's not like some hole in the wall bar like in a uh, uh, middle of town. I I
2: wish make They're it like, like, like uh always sunny Philadelphia. You right. Know? right. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's usually just I'm positive and. I'm a social butterfly, so I talk to anybody. It's not easy to make me mad at somebody. You really have to get on my bad side.
0: Factual. Okay. Um, Ryan, did you want to answer that at all? Or like, you yeah, know, sure. where, where are you philosophical? Okay.
1: So I think people would know that I, um, I'm a heavy, heavy comic book nerd. Um, one, um, any type of comic book conversation usually ends with me knowing the answer already. <laughs> um or and or close enough to know the answer or know the story that people are talking about um i also also focus a lot in efficiency i think chase you know that for for me a fact that i i can run through a day relatively quick and get everything uh, pretty much well accomplished um and uh on, on on the other side i'm also very much a realist i uh i it People mistaken it for Debbie Downer or poking holes in in thoughts. But I've been around the block enough to know people, know scenarios, know everything to know that it's best to be a little bit more realist and not deflate people's dreams, but give them healthy expectations of this is what life is really going to do to you or this is not how this is handled because... I don't want people to fail. That's one of the things that I'm very much known for. I'm, I'm supportive no matter what the cost, but I am going to be very honest, very brutal on my honesty because I don't I don't want you to sit there and have these dreams that I can see are not going to come to fruition and then be in a very rough spot that you can't get yourself out of. I've had too many friends that did that and they suffered for it. Um, so I, I try to operate in the real um, to not, not because I I don't want to be a dreamer. I I am a dreamer. I want this podcast to be one of my biggest dreams that can never come true, but, um, I operate in the real because I feel that in this world, if you don't operate in the real, um, you can get swallowed real quick. So Jason, how about yourself? Do you want to answer that?
0: Sure. Um, so I feel like Things that I know about myself that I also give off that people know about me is excessively positive. So Chris, definitely got that in common, brother. So like to put out a lot of positive energy and positive vibes, just kind of like the way the boy looks at life. Just, you know, what you get out is what you receive back, you know, and just overall want to put my best foot forward at any times. Not necessarily having all the answers that, uh, all the time, but you know, just more or less whenever you see your boy, it is also, you will always see a smile. So, um, de- it definitely takes a lot to tee me off. Um, so, definitely just a uh, uh, coconut the smiles how, how you see me. And if you ever need, like, a little bit of motivation or a hug, whatever you need, it's just I'm more or less an individual that is willing to give respect if you have respect. So, big on that. All right. And the next portion of the window is um, known as the blind spot or what is unknown to us, but could be known by others. So I know that could probably be something a little bit more, I'm going to say difficult to answer. But if it's something that's unknown to ourselves, how could we really answer it? But how I kind of want to put a spin on this is what do you think is your opportunity for growth? In a sense, like, is there something that somebody has told you about yourself that might have offended you, but then you step back and thought, like, huh, I guess you got a point
2: there. (laughs) I have definitely had a few situations that uh, I don't get stressed easily, but when I'm in a high impact, stressful environment, like when I'm dealing with a big rush. Uh, serving or making drinks, uh, I definitely will use either short-term vernacular or very choppy uh, uh, sentences instead of like asking, hey, can you grab that for me? I go like tequila and like just point at it and like kind of demand. And I know a lot of people, they don't like that, especially down in here in the South. And people uh, respond more to the manners. And I'm from New Jersey. Everybody talks pretty quickly and nobody, everybody takes it with a grain of salt. Like they go, you know, beer and you pass them a beer. And then they say, thank you. It's not like taking time. Hey, can you pass me that beer right there? You know, it's, you know what they're asking for. So, but I do get stressed and I do kind of regress to that. And a lot of people have told me about that without me kind of realizing it for myself. And I, once somebody calls me on that, I definitely try to fix it. Yeah. So
0: qu- question for you. So like I, cause I, I bartend from time to time in on, on the weekends as a part-time job. And literally it's kind of what you said is this, high pace, high pace, like in and out, Mm -hmm. in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And I think I read something that was like, one bartender should be able to serve 50 people. That's not always the case because, you know, when you got to rush, you just got to rush. So you got to deal with it. So are there any specific techniques that you like uh, appropriate with yourself whenever you are feeling stressed or anxious or anything like that? Is there anything you like circle back to? Because I know that's, it's kind of hard in that instance, but is there anything you do to kind of like adjust to you know, be a better team player, I guess you could put it.
2: Uh, I know when I start getting stressed, uh, what I'll do in the moment of making the drinks is I'll start cracking jokes with the customers of like I will do shit like throwing up the glass or dancing to make them laugh. And if they start laughing, I'm going to start laughing and then I'm less stressed. And then my uh, coworkers are usually laughing their ass off because I either drop the glass or... Uh, the customers are making jokes and bringing more money, and they're like, "Okay, maybe not so bad." Yeah, but well,
0: no, it totally makes sense, man. Because like, you can correct uh, anything with a good smile. It's just like that customer a- that customer service aspect is always at an all time high. Like, as long as your customer service is good and you got good personality, somebody you could mess anything up. Overall, that could go for it, like any. I
2: thing. legitimately. Dropped a whole drink on a customer, and they gave me a 100% tip. Because uh, I was doing the whole thing. I was throwing up the shaker. I th- went to go throw it underneath my leg, and the security camera caught me. So I got reamed by my boss. But <laughs> I went to go throw it under my leg. It caught my leg and hit the bar, and it splattered all over the uh, uh, customer. And he was... Dying, his girlfriend dying. They had a great time, gave me a big tip, and came back the next week with their friends. I'm like, it's that's a good customer,
0: yeah, right? <laughs> I would have loved to see. Do you got that security video? Uh, I, can pro- <laughs> I can, I can probably get it,
2: absolutely. I can most likely get it,
0: dude. I would love to throw that in as an attachment for anybody watching. Like, yeah, I would love to watch that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll text my boss, see if I can get it. Solid.
0: Perfect. Okay. Uh, same question to you, Ryan. Um, in, in forms of... Is there anything that kind of like... Somebody might have said it like, eh, that kind of pissed me off, but mm, you might have a point.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. So I've had the ability to be... true uh, given uh, the ability to read Emotional Intelligence. Um, it's a wonderful book if anyone has ever read it and taken the assessments. But um, in, in that book, they... You, you learn to have to be you have to learn to be open to feedback because how else are you going to learn from yourself for yourself right mm-hmm. um i've gotten plenty of feedback throughout my life that some of it i'm not sure if really resonated but it all tends to come again with stress stress is a, a key factor and we all handle it differently um chris you're not alone us new jerseyans i think are we were raised not to be able to communicate whatsoever um <laughs> in stressful situations, we, 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 we tort back to caveman-esque life, uh, liking, talking. Um, and, uh, so when, when I'm stressed, I, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm emotionally charged. Emotionally charged is new for me. That's, that's the newest one for me is, uh, emotionally charged. I, t- I try to stay logical and thinking, but I think, um, when I get stressed, my communication may become a little bit more bold per se. Um, or straight to the point. And some people may pre- interpret that incorrectly, just like with with, with Chris here. Um, uh, stress has a new meaning in my life uh, in the past year. So um, finding the balance on how to handle that. Um, and uh, the, the newest things I've learned is that um, in the past year is that I needed to stop caring so much and let certain people just do their thing and get out of their lives and just worry about yours. So um, that was some feedback that I've, I, I took, um, was it like September of last year, um, straight until February when I refused to listen to it until that moment. Um, so between those two, I think those are opportunities that I had to hear from other people in order for me to um reflect. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. Yeah, sir. You're not out of this. You're up.
0: Yeah. Um. One thing I feel like that definitely offended me that I was like, okay, you may have a point. Was it was a conversation my wife and I had, and she was like, you know, you could sometimes be emotionally unadaptive, and I was like, what you mean? So like, sometimes when somebody could be, um. Expressing their emotions, you could just come off real nonchalant. And I was like, No, I don't. No, your thought process is flawed. That's the problem. <laughs> but then I have to take a step back, I'm like, mm, all right, you may have a point there. So I feel like that was the number one thing where I had to really stop and think, okay, well, you know, I feel like the nonchalantness kind of it, it, it was something that I was kind of, I don't want to say raised in, but I was, uh, um, I don't know. yeah I, I was molded by it, in a sense. And it kind of happened where, you know, growing up, you know, our family business is a funeral home. So I worked in the funeral home. So it was a certain level of emotions that you couldn't bring in there because, you know, your clients are emotional. So you can't be sitting up there crying with them. You have to show a certain level of professionalism. So it, it started there, and where it continued to, I guess you could say, develop is where after there, what I worked at a cemetery for basically from my senior year of high school all of, until I graduated college. Actually, now that I think about it. And again, you know, you got all your clientele that's coming out there to where you are emotionally. Unstable, they could be processing, they're going through grief. And again, if you're you got to remain professional, you can't show that same level of emotion that they're giving. So you can't give it because they're giving, and you have to, you know, remain in a place where you're able to support them. So it really started there. And after I started really thinking about it and talking, it was like, okay, I understand where that disconnect can come. And it was it's been it's still a journey for me to become a little bit more emotionally in nep, in that, but that's something I'm still working on to this day so
1: actually I'm gonna challenge you both right now on something uh-huh do you think it was then or do you think it was the way you were raised because I know Chris is kind of in the same way um and I know the way he was raised I know how I was raised yeah and, and this is a question really directed towards chase we you and I were raised Practically the same way could have been the way you were raised.
0: Hmm. Chrissy, you're younger. You answer first.
2: (laughs) You don't know the
1: answer, so you better can't. You gotta be
2: telling the truth. (laughs) Are you talking about like the kind of emotionally inept? Yes. Oh, absolutely. How I was raised. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean for how, how in deep am I allowed to talk or is it up to my discretion go for
1: it
2: yeah I am the youngest of four children and I have been fatherless since I was four so I grew up without a dad completely my entire life and it was custody battle cu- uh, beyond custody battle beyond custody battle my entire life with threats of living on the streets Of growing up poor and disheveled housing and it was not a great childhood and I learned very quickly to grow up as soon as I could. I started working around 13 years old to uh, just wash dishes just so I can have money in my pocket so I can go buy my own stuff so my mom didn't have to buy me stuff and I grew up a lot faster than most of the kids in my year. I grew up a lot faster than people in my sister's year. I didn't hang out with friends really until it was going to sound sad. I didn't have my first friend over to my house until senior year of high school. Besides the one girlfriend I had in high school, I, I was always so embarrassed of my house. I would not have my friends over. I would always go to their places. And I I just had to grow up so I put emotions to the side to think logically to make as much money as I could try to get the best grades I could after I started stopping, you know, uh, a dumbass and rebellious and making life worse for myself. There was, there was a whole phase of I refuse to do schoolwork. I refuse to do like participate in class. I would just go in, read a book and not pay attention. And like, I'd still learn. It's just, I was failing because I didn't do any of the work. Uh, It started to hit me. uh, When I was the only student in my class that didn't make honor roll. So instead of going to like the honor roll uh, breakfast and lunch, I had to sit in class by myself, and that's when, that's when it really hit me, and I was in the advanced class too, and it was expected that everybody in the advanced class go to that, and th- that's when it really hit me, and so from then on, I started to take a look at myself, grow up a, even a little bit more, cast more emotions off to the side, think all right, better ourselves, uh, get better grades. And I started to see a real improvement in high school where I was, I don't know if your high school went the same way, but we had three levels to each subject. We had CPB, which is the lowest CPA, which is moderate where everybody goes. And then you have either honors or AP, depending if there's an AP class. And I started in CPB for English my freshman year. Uh, and I'll never never forget uh, what my teacher said. She's, she literally cursed at me. She said, stop fucking around. Uh, you are too smart to be in this class. Now, I'm going to recommend you go to CPA, but it's your choice. And I want to stay in CPB. And when I went to CPB the next year, I realized I should have gone to CPA because this teacher is teaching me like as if I'm a grade school kid. And I didn't like that. I felt disrespected. So I made it a mission to spite my sophomore year teacher to get the best grades in her class. And I went from CPB to technically I could have gone to honors if I wanted to is how well I did. But I went to CPA junior year and uh, AP senior. But definitely how I was raised definitely molded my uh, emotional maturity. Uh, Definitely something I've had to fight to get back. Uh, It's not something I've completed yet. What
1: about you, Chase? Now you're thinking about it. So was it, was it the way you were raised? I know you're, you're kind of strapped because you're in the house. So, um, but
0: uh, not necessarily. Um, uh, Because I feel like, you know, my background, like, dude, I, I was born and raised in a church. So a lot of, you know, what I gathered or what was assembled in my head as a kid, you know, it was a lot of, you know, biblical teachings of, you know, make sure that be, be kind unto people, people be kind unto you. You know, if you want to feel for people. You actually want to have empathy. I <laughs> do feel like, you know, as I'm not going to lie, as a kid, I was super nice, bro. Like, honestly, super nice kid, dude. Like, I, I, I don't know. I was always well inviting, you know, wanted to play with others, blah, 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 all that good, good jazz. I
1: feel like I was a good, good kid overall. Why don't it's you go just,
0: get your mom and dad real quick while I ask them? Hey, don't back me up! <laughs> you will not see one yearbook photo where this smile wasn't on. There. <laughs> uh, but I, I will say, like, the emotionally I mean, that kind of did come from me having those jobs, man. I feel like I was forging in a fire at that point. You know, where I already knew who I was and I feel like I was too nice to a certain degree where certain people started taking my kindness for weakness. So that's where that kind of came from. Like, you know, in high school, I felt like people overextended themselves and took advantage of me. So once I finally got to a point where I'm like, I I don't like how this feels. So I kind of withdrew myself and I I I started looking like, okay, if you are not somebody who I truly, you know, is in my circle, who I know has the best intentions for me, then I will not, I just don't care. So I think it kind of like starting going from there and like my previous relationships and overall, it was kind of like a a disconnect, honestly. And it truly was because I felt like, well, you're not going to get a whole 100% of me. So if, I, if, if you're not going to get the full 100, why should I emotionally be there? So I kind of feel like it did stem from there, and then it just kept going on and on and on until uh, un- until my wife was able, actually, really able to bring and put it in my face, where hey, this is where you are emotionally unindebted.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about it before. a wow. while. I just had a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I just broke Chase again.
2: Sorry, guys. That's like the second episode. Now I've broken Chase. <laughs> See, uh, I, I've always lived my life by one motto for the last like seven years. Uh, and I know, Ryan, you don't really watch anime. Chase, y- you watch anime. We've talked about this extensively before. Uh-huh. You watch Bleach, right?
0: You know what, dude? I have not got that. I, I need to start watching it. It's on Hulu. Everything's on Hulu.
2: Bleach is one of my favorite animes and there's a concept in Bleach called the Bankai and it, it's a rough translation to the final form and that is one of the things I live by of L- trying to live enough to reach my final form and all my friends know that whenever I work out I send them a Snapchat and I shout Bankai because I'm working out to reach my final form. I'm studying to reach my final form. I'm living life to reach my final form. And I have hoodies and everything of characters from Bleach because it's probably one of my favorite animes ever. And it, It's one of the ones where it has a lot of life lessons in it. Uh-huh. Of like respect and everything. But it's also badass fights. And it's one thing that stuck with me, and the other one is from Naruto. It's from the Rock Lee versus Gara fight. And it's, I believe, right after he drops his weights and starts going ham, he goes, be better than yesterday. Be better than uh, an, uh, out from an hour ago. Be better than a second ago. Always be better. And that's just how I've been living my life, uh, after re-watching their shows and realizing that it can go further. Also, like, any time Uncle Iroh was on the screen for Avatar The Last Airbender.
0: Oh, Uncle Iroh. Who did not love
1: Uncle Iroh? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. He should have had his own show i'm advice.
0: waiting on a rendition from that because they des- we deserve that
1: we deserve that right like we we all he has to do is sit on the screen and just give us advice that's all we ever wanted <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> those writers were amazing yeah. um can i chime in on three things that you said that i was like yo that that's 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 cool that that was you know eye-opening um one uh, for anybody who is a watcher and a lover of anime bleach is on hulu and it has 26 seasons so um chris i will be catching up on this maybe during work hours maybe not we will see um secondly <laughs> for anybody who has not watched the rock lee versus gara fight it is on youtube and it is an amazing <laughs>
2: fight <laughs> it's probably one of the best fights because everybody doubts rock lee cuz he's only taijutsu he can't use ninjutsu and it's just it's the scene of him standing on the statue and guy sensei says go ahead he mm. takes out the king weights they drop and the plumes of dust and dirt and he just goes ham
0: ham like what like honestly it was at that moment gar knew he had fucked up <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the first person to uh, cause gara to bleed in years. And gara is one of the craziest character because after re-watching it, I I realized the dude did not sleep for most of his life because Shikaku would have taken over. So he was just going crazy from lack of sleep.
0: Yeah, seriously. A whole, that's a whole other mental health thing. Like You're scared <laughs> to go to sleep because you're scared of the monster inside you. And the third thing I took from that is living your life to reach the final form. Like, legit. I I feel like um, that was something that was definitely preached in football, because I feel like we've all played football to some degree. Mm -hmm. I'm just like a coach always saying, be better than you were yesterday. Be better than you were yesterday. And I feel like maybe... Some of the stuff that they, we talked about in football might be slightly overlooked because of the way they might have been yelling and or cursing at us. But some of that stuff actually does hold weight, and I feel like this was one of the ones that is absolutely like overlooked, like living life to reach my final form. yeah, am going to
2: take that. Take it. It's it's never meant to, like, you had to make a big improvement. Like, uh, running the 100 and getting... 0.01 second off your time. It's still an improvement from yesterday. So that's how I've always looked. Even the small victories are victories.
0: Yeah, it re- it truly truly is, man. man Chris you just dropped some tool <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
2: I might be 24, but I'm I- I'm trying to be the Uncle Iro of my generation.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. You're uh, missing so, a long beard and some long hair and so- okay. Like- I'm getting the
2: beard and my hair is <laughs> yeah. getting there. Hey, oh, honestly, the most important
1: thing.
0: You, need- you need some tea. Do you drink tea? Are you yeah, tea drinking?
1: You need tea continuously.
2: <laughs> I have a teapot in in my kitchen, like a Japanese cast iron teapot. Oh really? Yes.
0: Oh, you I- are committed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just love tea okay all right check 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 good all right so we got two boxes to finish up so okay the other one is what the um, bottom left one is what is known to ourselves what we don't show to others so is there anything you're apprehensive about or self-conscious about that you don't show people
2: i got a thing on that one Okay. Uh,
0: if it's something you don't want to share, it, 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 it's totally fine, but it, it, is it something that comes to mind, anything? Because I know I got a few that I just really don't tell people.
2: I mean, I don't purposely try to hide anything. I always tell... I, I used to be a dick about this. I would tell people, my life is an open book. You just have to ask the right questions. Great. I will, I will answer any question you have, but if you don't phrase it correctly, I only give you what you asked, and so I don't hide anything. A lot of my family members know, like, of my depression. I don't like hiding behind walls just because it stops me from getting help. Like oh. it, and I've grown up to admit that I I need help. Uh, one of my biggest flaws is I am terrible at test taking and I ha- I have to retake one of the most important tests of my life for the third time. And one of my cousins who I finally reached out to, who is a psychiatrist, was like, I had the same problem. Go talk to somebody, possibly get prescription, possibly just talk to them and try to find ways to overcome that yeah and for everyone who wants to know the test is the uh, mcat medical college admissions test
0: oh dude i was i I was like i hope it's not the scuba diving one because that would be a terrible test to fail
2: like oh no (laughs) i passed out when i passed that uh my instructor told me that i was one of the best people he has ever taught in the last 20 years he said i passed everything with flying colors and if I wanted to, I could have done two more dives that day to get my advanced on the same day.
0: Well, dude, that was your confirmation right there.
2: Jeez. I didn't have another $600 to drop right there.
0: there's that, too? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, hey Duly noted. Okay. Um, Ryan, right back at you. Anything that you know about yourself that you just don't show to people?
1: Yeah, I got a couple, actually. Um, I suffer from heavy self-doubt. Um, I doubt everything and everything I do um, multiple times. I have to reassure myself almost uh, on a, uh, I wouldn't say hourly basis, but it's a continuous self-doubt. It comes from uh, being in a depression state for 10, 15 years. Um, And the way I was raised was a big factor into having self-doubt. Um, my self-confidence, uh, was at a struggle for a long period of time too, because of, again, the way I was raised, um, that self-doubt. Um, so I, uh, there's things I think I started sharing with you, Chasey, that you're the first person I ever shared with outside my marriage, um, a couple months ago about some of the things I do in my free time. And, um, and you're the first person I think I have ever said that to in, in years, um, actually ever, I think. So um, it's not that I look for acceptance. I've come comfortable with the sheer fact that some people like me, some people don't. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. Uh, but it's the self-doubt of feeling confident in myself and accepting who I am. Much Chase, what about you? About
0: you? Um, something that I do not necessarily tell people is I feel like one of the things that I struggle with that. I feel like you—you you certainly have helped me be better at. Is I feel like I struggle with being assertive. Like I—I I come off like yeah, positive, real cool vibe, blah blah blah. But like when you need to be like assertive, like i, I feel like that's something I still struggle with. You know, I—I I can tell that like ah, right, you're not gonna run me over. But with you know, I, I don't know. it was just something I struggle with. Always have because, um. I feel like I've always been around everybody else who's been so assertive. But my older brother, he does not want to play with at all. So, like, it, it was just, like, one of those things where nobody who has ever known the both of us has never really tried me because, ultimately, you know, you got to deal with that big green monster back there. But it's like when, when push has come to shove in certain moments of my life, me being assertive is something that I have struggled with. Trying to be better at it, you know, I feel like trying to – something I've, I've been trying to do is real life just establish boundaries prior to that way you know hey look don't cross this but it if, if it starts getting towards like you're approaching that boundary it's like that i feel like is at the point where i have problems with saying like no look this this is this ain't that so let me, let me tell you for all my listeners i ain't no I ain't no punk but what i'm saying is like of <laughs> <laughs> this is something that i do still struggle with like you know and, and that's just me
1: <laughs> i <ain't> no punk <laughs> I, ain't I, say, I will say there was a scenario that happened for chase a, a couple weeks ago that um he reached out and and i i gave him advice on how to not be a dick but be a dick um and it was for his best benefit to be a dick and um the next day, he, he, I wouldn't say he was a dick. He, he, he wasn't. He was very prop, proper professional and, um, inserted the, the sheer fact that, you know what, it's my way or the highway at this point. And, um, he did a wonderful job. So, yeah, it's something he's definitely, uh, he's not a dick about it. He's actually taken my advice and actually made it a lot better. So, <laughs> I wouldn't say all that.
0: I just truly say, like, the, your friends or the people you choose to have in your life. They should bring value to you, and mm-hmm. not necessarily saying it's somebody that should co- continuously stroke your ego, but somebody that can tell you when you're wrong, or somebody that can, you know, complete where you are empty at. You feel me? So if I know I have a weakness here, my friend should be able to complete that. It should be some form of vice versa where I get value out of a relationship and you get it too. It doesn't always have to be money when it comes to relationships. It's legit
1: just value. Yeah. And the one thing I think I started with you recently is tell me if I'm telling lies. Thank you, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, for that line. Tell me if I'm telling lies because I, 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 how many times do I come up and I blow up on you on something and I tell me if I'm, tell me if I'm acting out of of turn? You're like, no.
0: (laughs) Over the time, I'll be like, Okay, right. You trip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have to talk about the fan. We don't have to talk about the fan over here.
1: We are not talking about the fan, Chase.
2: <laughs> the fan?
1: Don't ask your sister about the fan, Chris. Leave the fan out of the podcast. What moment, sister? Both know the story, Chris. Do not ask the question.
2: So I cannot bring it up.
1: You can can ask your sister that lives with you because she took my side. So that's perfectly fine. oh (laughs) oh, Wait, wait, wait! No, I know what you're
2: talking about. We
1: don't talk about
2: it on the (laughs) podcast. We don't (laughs) talk about it. Inside (laughs)
0: jokes, people. Inside jokes.
2: I do. Oh God. Um, Oh, but I'm glad you bring up having a friend who will call you on your shit or complete you because I met my buddy who's funny enough his name's also Ryan. No, uh, I yeah there's there I thought I'm close to three Ryan's my brother, my brother in law and my dude who I treat like my brother <laughs> uh uh and
0: I have a stupid I, question. I have a really stupid question. I'm sorry, you can continue that. Uh, How do you differentiate them in, in, in your phone? Like, is it Ryan A B C or like different emojis?
2: Ryan, you know, him, numbnuts, my brother, and then Burn is my man, just because that's his uh uh gamer tag.
0: Okay, continue. <laughs> You
1: can't get past dumb but that's... <laughs>
2: hey, hey, I grew up with him calling me Dotto, which is Italian for moron.
1: Uh,
2: so it's my way to fight back.
1: Chris, Chris but- you're not going to send this to your, uh, to your brother, right? No. Okay, so yeah, he's not wrong, though. He's definitely dumb
2: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my boy, Ryan, he... I met him at right when I had gotten dumped. So it would have been December or Jan- December of 2019 or January of 2020, which is right before COVID. Uh, and I had met him because he was the younger brother of one of my other buddy's coworkers. And so we all had gone out to dinner and we just started vibing. And then during COVID, we all joined – a discord group and we were just chilling. And at that point we had actually started our own podcast at the time, which didn't really take off just cause we all got busy, but we had bonded over first, both of our crippling addictions to nicotine, which has been one of my main coping mechanisms for the last few years of my life, which I'm trying to quit. And I've just moved to zero nicotine vapes to try to break the habit and break the hold. Uh, but we bonded so quickly through COVID. Of, he couldn't leave his house because he was immunocompromised and I would just bring food to him and we just chill on discord and hung out and found out that we were very similar mindset, but drastically different perspectives of life because he's very creative in. Visual arts, filming, uh, photography. Even did the uh, photography for my mom's wedding. Well, I am very scientifical, uh, if that's even word. We'll go with it. Uh, I love. Presidents
1: make up words there, Chris, on national television. We're good.
2: Fair point. <laughs> uh, but we had, we had. Clicked so well just because we were able to bounce things off each other uh, using basically our two forms of language and come up with like the same ideas for like similar problems, just going around it in two different ways. And we call each other on our shit all the time. Like I told him when he was having one of the darkest times of his life, uh, I asked him how he was doing. And he goes, Oh, I'm doing fine. I was like, Then I literally looked him in the eyes through the camera, like I'm gonna ask you one more goddamn time, how are you? Not doing now. How are you? And that's when we started to get into like deeper conversations. I was like, I always ask, "How are you doing?" And then, "How are you?"
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, definitely deep, man. Like we. We had a whole episode about friendship. So really big on that, especially considering, like like you said, like you got to have somebody that's there for you and not just there for the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, no, it truly makes sense. And um, we can wrap up with this last window, um, which is what is unknown to us and what is unknown to others. The way I look at it is what areas of opportunity Or more or less things that could potentially benefit you if you experienced it or tried it. So like in your case of where you are right now with your overall mental stability and overall potential for growth, what do you think could additionally benefit you or help expand upon that to help you? Because I already know you said scuba is scuba diving is definitely something that, you know, is is kind of like a happy place for you. But is there anything else you could think of that you might want to try that could help out in that instance? Uh,
2: definitely. I've, I've, I'm weird. I like being inside, but I like being outdoors by myself. So I'm, I'm definitely want to do crazy shit. Like I've always wanted to go skydiving because that's just sounds awesome uh i i like going for the adrenaline but i've always wanted to like just chill in a cabin in the woods and i think i would really enjoy like leave my phone at home take a you know a film camera and just go chill in the cabin in the woods cut my own firewood you know forge for food and i think i think that would either lead to more of my insanity which is a good thing, or decrease it, which would make me normal again. And I don't want to be normal.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and by the, by the way, if you ever do that, happy to go with you. I'll stay in an RV that might be like a block away. You'll have your space.
2: But we're going to work here. if you ever need anything, just, just not going to RV. Gotcha, gotcha. For the shower, the, uh, you know, indoor gotcha. plumbing, right?
1: I, I can't imagine Chris foraging for food. I think when he says foraging for food, he's going to go to the nearest grocery store and pick up the food that he likes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, hey, hey. I have been learning to cook again, okay?
0: Very nice. We, we can talk about your cooking because you mentioned the recipe before. I was like, man, that sounds really good. But uh, uh, Ryan, right back to you. Areas of opportunity for you, potentially.
1: Uh, be- for the the sake of great segues, I'm going to let you go first and then I'll uh, I'll go uh, second.
0: Sounds yeah. like a plan. Yeah. All right. So areas for potential opportunity. I would actually like to. Um. I know I've I did it once before, but it was like it, it brought growth. I, I feel like it, it really brought growth to me. But I actually want to do like a boxing class. Like go to a gym actively for boxing. Like I don't want. I don't want to fight. I'm good. I just want to have the hands just in case I ever got to fight. <laughs> And I'll be in, like, really great shape. Not to mention, it was, like... It was- I'll be ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to... I, I just felt like... I, I don't know. I was able to cut loose a little bit. Like, I felt like I was back into, like, a pressurized situation where it wasn't that much pressure. But it was, like, I was really pushed. And mentally, I really was de-stressed. And it was a absolutely great workout overall. So, like, that's something I actually like to do. Go ahead, big guy.
1: <laughs> um, so the reason why I'm going last, is great segue. Uh, we try to practice that here on the show, but uh, uh, but for me, I think the way I was brought up and everything is we don't talk as much as I should in my in my life. Um, I know it seems like I do talk a lot, but I, uh, truthfully, these things are outlets for me, um, especially these these um, series that we wow. do to open my eyes to different thoughts. Every time Chase brings something to the table with one of these conversations, I learn a little bit about myself every, every time um, for to better myself to decompress. I've kind of enjoy and I'm trying to get back to uh, every night going upstairs and reading before I go to bed to shut the brain down. My brain, like I said, I suffer from self doubt. My brain's continuously moving um, and thinking through things. So, Uh, I try not to turn on uh, the websites to see what I need to get done for the podcast or work or anything like that. What I try to do is bring it up, open up my Marvel Unlimited app or my Google Books thing and just read and just read and just decompress and forget about the existence of a world around me um, just to enjoy some peace and quiet. Um, But uh, as we wrap this episode up, uh, we want to always say thank you again. To the listeners, um, Chris, thank you for joining us on this. Thank one. you, um, and more importantly, if you need someone to talk to, there is websites dedicated to finding those resources. We highly encourage you to go find those resources. We highly, you highly encourage you to talk to someone. Hell, if you feel like that, we are your your outlet. It's not canon show at gmail.com one of us will be happy to respond and give you an outlet if necessary we are in this world together this world is not clean it's not it's not um perfect and it affects us all differently and um you heard three different views today that coincide in the same type of fashion so with that being said thank you all for listening uh chase say bye to everyone
0: hey stay powerful stay prosperous stay perseverant on this day and every day moving forward. Later, people.